Welcome to Storytime with Tutus and Tennis Shoes. This is the podcast where Black girl magic is always on the forefront. I look forward to enjoying lots of books and stories with you all. Don't forget when you hear this sound, it's time to turn the page. Okay, Princess Squad, let's get started. Hey, Princess Squad. It's me, Miss Kanisha, back again with another great book. Are you excited? I'm pretty excited about this one. This one is called Pies from Nowhere, How Georgia Gilmore Sustained the Montgomery Bus Boycott by D. Romito, illustrated by Laura Freeman. All right, Princess Squad, if you've been able to pick up this book from the library and parents got it for you, go ahead and grab it. Turn to the title page, and remember when you hear the sound, it's time to turn the page. Okay, let's jump in. Pies from Nowhere, How Georgia Gilmore Sustained the Montgomery Bus Boycott by D. Romito, illustrated by Laura Freeman. When Georgia Gilmore was a young girl, she lived on a farm in Alabama where she fed the pigs and milked the cows. Georgia did her best to listen to what her mother taught her. Think twice before doing anything you might regret and never, ever hate anyone. Georgia grew up and soon had a family of her own. She did plenty of cooking along the way and and when it was time for something sweet, she knew just what to do. She'd blend butter and sugar in a bowl to get her homemade pound cake started. Then add a tea bag to a pot of water for a new batch of sweet tea. Georgia was a cook at the National Lunch Company in downtown Montgomery, Alabama. Because of segregation laws, the restaurant counter was separated into two sections, one side for white customers, one side for black customers. Georgia knew it was wrong, but that was the way things had always been. On December 1st, 1955, Georgia was working at the restaurant when a news alert came over the radio. An African-American woman named Rosa Parks had been arrested for refusing to give up her seat on the bus to white passengers. Rosa was tired of giving in to the rules that were unjust, and she wasn't the only one. The next day, a flyer was passed around the black community in Montgomery asking people to boycott the public transportation on Monday. It said, please stay off all buses. Georgia watched as buses drove down the street, one after another, empty, empty, empty. Because she'd been treated poorly by the drivers so many times before, Georgia hadn't ridden the bus for two months. Still, she wanted to be a part of the movement she saw growing. Not long after, she went to Holt Street Baptist Church to hear Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. speak. The church was full. The crowd overflowed onto the street outside. Large speakers had been set up so everyone could hear. Dr. King spoke about doing good things for one another. He talked about freedom, unity, equality. 
We are determined to hear, we are determined here in Montgomery to work and fight until justice runs down like water and righteousness like a mighty stream. Those were things Georgia believed in and she was willing to fight for them. So Georgia decided to help the best way she knew how. She worked with a group of women and together they purchased the supplies they needed, bread, lettuce, and chicken. And then off they went to cook. The women bought food for the meetings that followed at the church. They sold sandwiches. They sold dinners in their neighborhoods. As the bus boycotters walked and walked, Georgia cooked and cooked, and boy, did the people of Montgomery love her food. Georgia's group donated the profits from their sales to the Montgomery Improvement Association, which helped fund the boycott. But if anyone had found out these women were involved, they could have lost their jobs. So Georgia ran the operation and the other women acted as secret helpers. See the way I figured it, people always had to eat. So I made the pies, said Georgia. The women sold baked goods to local stores, groceries, laundry mats, and beauty shops. And people paid in cash so they wouldn't be connected to, the, to aiding the boycott. Sweet potato pie, peach pie, red velvet cake, seven up cake. Only Georgia knew who baked them and only Georgia knew who bought them. Every Monday and Thursday, Georgia would go early to the boycott strategy meetings at the church. She'd walk up to the collection plate and announce how much her group was contributing. There was cheering, clapping, foot stomping. But whenever people asked where the money came from, she remembered her promise to keep it a secret. It came from nowhere, she'd say. Because of this, her brave group of women bakers became known as the Club from Nowhere. The club not only raised enough to purchase gas for the carpool system that had been set up for the boycott, but they were also able to buy a station wagon to aid the effort and help people get where they needed to go. But Montgomery didn't want their buses continuing to lose money. So the city did what it could to stop the protesters in their efforts. Dr. King and 89 others were arrested for their roles in the boycott. And Georgia was called to speak in court about an instance when a bus driver had mistreated her. After she had already paid, the driver demanded she get off and enter through the back of the bus. When I reached the back door and was about to get on, he shut the, he shut the back door and pulled off. And I didn't even ride the bus after paying my fare. So I decided right then and there, I wasn't going to ride the bus anymore, Georgia testified. Georgia knew she was doing the right thing by standing up for her fellow protesters, but news of the trial spread across the country like wildfire. When the National Lunch Company found out she was a part of the boycott, she was fired from her job. Georgia was unemployed and raising six children on her own. She needed to find a new way to support her family. Dr. Keene encouraged her to start her own business. All these years you've worked for somebody else. 
Now it's time you worked for yourself, he said. He helped her improve the kitchen in her home, and Georgia got new pots and pans and cooking supplies. Word soon got around and people came to eat at Georgia's. When they came to her house for a meal, they would eat wherever they could find a seat. And if they couldn't find a seat, they'd eat standing up. Georgia loved to talk and joke with her customers and friends. Soon enough, there were long lines to get a meal cooked by her. People ordered meals for delivery too. Georgia was making hundreds of lunches each day. She packed up fried chicken, black eyed peas with okra, fresh corn muffins and apple pie, and sent her kids out to deliver them. If you were lucky, you might even get her homemade macaroni and cheese. She was providing good food for her community, but she was also bringing the people of Montgomery together, black and white. Dr. King frequently had meals at Georgia's house. Because she was a big woman with a big personality, he lovingly called her tiny. And because civil rights leaders knew they could trust Georgia, her home became a place for impromptu and often secret meetings. I just served him and let him talk, she'd say. On November 13, 1956, Georgia was cooking in her kitchen, listening to music on the radio when the station interrupted the song to deliver the news. The Supreme Court had declared that segregation on buses was illegal. The boycotters had won. Georgia was thrilled. People could ride the bus and sit anywhere they desired. At the next church meeting, Georgia sat in her seat and listened as Dr. King announced that the Montgomery bus boycott was a success. We didn't have to walk no more, said Georgia. Even before Martin Luther King Jr. got up there and told us it was over, we knew it was over and we knew we had won. Still, there was more battles to fight, so Georgia kept right on cooking. Well, that was the end of the story, Princess Squad. What did you think? If your parents will allow you, send me an email and let me know what you thought of this story. Could you bake all those pies? Could you, made, could you have made all those lunches? <laughs>